Hey everybody. So I just did a podcast with Miranda Poundstone. Freaking amazing last name. But uh, we had a lot of fun. We talked about uh, our upbringings. So she kind of went over her upbringing in the, the religion, the Jehovah's Witness. And so it's kind of similar, a lot of similarities between like Jehovah's Witness and then Mormonism. We couldn't get to all of it because me and her just, we could talk forever. And so, but we had a lot of fun. I think you guys are going to enjoy this episode. Um, hopefully nobody gets too offended by the stuff we talk about. But like I say on most of my episodes, like there's truth. There's like actual truth. And then there's like, like Miranda's truth, like Miranda's parents' truths, my truths. Like truth is truth. But then also like your perception and like your reality is what it is. And so... Miranda does a good job like breaking down some of the things within the Jehovah's Witness that just kind of did not benefit her growing up. And basically we just invite people to explore, like explore their feelings, explore more, like invite you to live a life that's worth living, one that you want to live and don't live a life for other people. Because we both did that. Like I did it for a really long time. She got out a lot earlier than I did. But um, yeah, I think you guys will enjoy it. Also, she's got a YouTube. She does an amazing job. It's called uh, Cocktails and Conspiracies with Mern. M-I-R-N. So check her out. And then subscribe here on my podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. And then if you want to get in touch with me, email me. Kingofcorona2020 at gmail.com. Well, yeah, enjoy the episode. Experience true vulnerability, how to overcome trials. You will laugh, cry, and experience everything in between. Welcome to the King of Corona podcast. Brought to you by Tyler Griffith. Oh, yeah. Loved it, Tyler. Yeah, right. Continuing this record. Can you hear us both if it's in the middle? So I just bought it. So I think this little toggle thing right here makes it so like, I think it's supposed to be like this. Okay. So it has a mute button on the front and it's lit up. So I think we're good. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Start. What's up? Hey. How are you? Good. Good. So this is Miranda. Miranda, how are you? I'm good. Happy to be here. Good. How do we know each other? Um, I'm a server at a restaurant in town, and Tyler came in and is a regular kind of. Yeah. One time he uh, sent some cupcakes. Yeah. Nuggets game. That was nice. Yeah, uh, that was really cool of him. So. Were yeah, we, we, we became, your best customers? Buds. Absolutely, even Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. And Paul? <laughs> yeah, is Paul, Paul part sure. of that or just No, Ryan? I love Paul. <laughs> Paul's third party to it because his name wasn't on the cupcakes, That's but true. we love Paul. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun though. Yeah. So That's yeah. Great. So I was a if you have me and you're my server, I take good care of you. Yeah. Yeah, so, we'll put that out there. You want Tyler. As you want, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you want Miranda as your server. Exactly. Come see me. She does a good job. Yeah. So the reason I bought brought <laughs> The reason, you bought me here. <laughs> the reason I bought Miranda here, the reason I brought her here is because, so we've hung out a few times and we've talked a lot about just like our upbringings. And so both of us were raised in 
what do you call those? Religions? <laughs> religions? The nice way, yeah. Yeah, what's, what's the other way? I, I sometimes say I was raised in a cult. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay, because I say that also. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, so what, same page. Yeah, what was the, what were you raised in? Um, I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness. So you were born. Born into. Born into raised, it. Raised as. Halfway, though, because... My or my situation's a little bit different because okay. my dad was atheist and my mom was a Jehovah's That's Witness. That's weird combination. It's very strange. How did that work? <laughs> like, how it did, did not, that, obviously. Yeah. So how long were... So your mom was Jehovah's Witness always? always. Like, was she born into it? She was born into it. Her whole family... That Can you convert to Jehovah's Witness? Yes. Is they someone... want you to. Please. That's why they knock on your door. You can convert. That's right. Yeah. So, okay. We'll come back to that, but okay. I have a question. Okay. So how many people in that religion, quotes, fingers, yeah. are saved if like there, there's, because I've heard it's like a number, right? Oh, well, so the 144,000 is 144. what you're talking about, So what is, yeah, what's that mean? So that is a predetermined number of people by Jehovah, okay. Jehovah God, that will rule his kingdom in heaven with him. So there will be Jehovah God plus an extra 144,000. <laughs> so. And when what Jehovah's Witnesses refer to as Armageddon or the New World, yeah. New Paradise, when that happens, the 144,000 will be the only people who get into heaven. That's it. So we don't they don't necessarily believe, like my mom, for instance, yeah. doesn't believe that she'll get into heaven. That's not what she's striving for because in her mind, she thinks that only the 144,000 will get into heaven. And she's not one of them? She's not one of them because Jehovah's Witnesses believe that if you're one of them, God will speak to you directly and you'll know. Like a crazy person has a voice in their head, but it'll yeah. be God. And he will be telling you like, Tyler, this is Jehovah. You're part of the 144,000. And I'm telling you, it's so like, now you know. So live your life accordingly and so you'll they, get to make it So they to all get told that. But how many of those are just people that are fakers, do you think? I think probably a good portion because you can't yeah. prove it. That's the thing is there's no way. It's just and it's like just somebody that's like God's in my head. Like literally, okay, this is what happens. When does it happen? Like so, when does it happen though? So like the person, do you like have a temple and then that's when God speaks to him? Or it's just no. like I was sleeping last yeah. night and God came to me and he's yeah. like, Hey, you motherfucker! And like let's, I'll be very um, <laughs> blunt and just say that growing up, I was never very into this, and so my understanding as like is, a little kid, even as a little kid. Okay. But again, my father was an atheist, so it wasn't yeah. like I had this coming from both sides. And both of my older sisters don't follow this either. So it was I had it coming from a lot of different ways that this is kind of BS. Yeah. And I just, from a very young age, accepted that, yeah, that is what this is. And so I, I had that understanding. But again, I don't have a full understanding of everything, so maybe I'm wrong about a couple of things I'm going to say. But for the most part, I have you know studied and done Bible study enough with my mom to fully, I think, understand kind of what they so, what so like if you're not one of the saved people what are they like trying what do they want what are they like so you do it your whole life and then when you die where do you go if you're not in heaven exactly so that's their thing so the new paradise is you, what they call it the so new basically paradise. this is what they believe so there's that 144,000 and when that number runs out when that number gets to zero so i think that right now at the last one i went to there's probably 80,000 or sorry less um i mean like 30 or 40,000 left of the 144,000. 
There's how many left? 30,000 left before they all die. 30,000. Yeah, so let's say, so so in okay. their mind, the other 90,000 have already been living so since seven, Noah's days. And there's seven, I think, seven billion people on the planet right now. Exactly. Okay. But some of them haven't been born yet. We don't know. But there's only going to be, in It's like total, winning the lottery. Exactly. In total, there will have only been 144,000. We don't know who they are, where they are at, when they'll maybe be it's born. The, maybe it's the lottery winners. Exactly. They're the ones that get to go see God again. Maybe. 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 But their number just goes by how many people have claimed, quote okay. unquote, to be part of this 144,000. So when that number reaches 144,000, mm -hmm. Jehovah God will speak over the earth. This is literally what they believe in the Bible. He'll speak over. He'll say, I am Jehovah in a scary, crazy voice and thunder will roll. And if you weren't a Jehovah's Witness at all, then your what? eyes will rot out of your head what? and your tongue will fall out of your mouth and so you'll die a slow and miserable death. And I had to read that in the Bible when I was like five years old. Did like you it, watch Indiana Jones? Yeah. I, <laughs> is it that where yeah. he drinks from the wrong grail and Basically, he just disintegrates? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, that's what they teach you. It's a fear tactic. If you that's... don't follow this word, then when shit hits the yeah. fan, your eyes will rot out of your face right in front of your brother and sister. Just, like, right in melt. front of your mother. It's disgusting. And so that's what I read as a kid. And then if you're, so that's if you don't participate. You're to something. If you're one of the 144,000. Okay. You would, you'll be, you'll be brought to heaven. So then heaven. So heaven's like, so like, how did this start? Let's backtrack Wait, a little let bit. me just finish out this last piece. Okay. okay. So if you're one of the 144,000, okay. you go to heaven. Okay. If you're a non-believer, your eyes rot out. Paradise, And if you're one though. of the Jehovah's Witnesses, exactly. If you're one of the Jehovah's Witnesses that just lived your life and did a good job knowing that you're not crazy, God doesn't talk to you, but yeah. you believe this cult, so you live your life that way, right? Yeah. Now you get to live in the new paradise, but there's stipulations to that because the first one is... You now have a debt to Jehovah because he's going to give you this new paradise. And at this point, he's angry at you. So you're living in fear again. Yeah. So, so you go from one fear-based life uh -huh. onto the next fear-based life where years. you owe somebody. They call it a hundred-year period of paying your debt years. back to Jehovah. But they probably so, look at a hundred like a hundred thousand, right? Yeah, like we don't know. Religions. We don't know. But basically what it is is like, so now you have made it. You've lived your life in this terrible, ugly way. And um, now it's time to... Get your new paradise, but first you owe God because, you know, he gave you everything and you, even though you mm. did your best in your actual life, still owe him. So what now you have on? to work to rebuild the earth for him for a hundred years with like replanting grass. That's like what mm. they describe so in the Bible as. You're a slave for a hundred years. And then after that hundred years is up, God promises oh that gosh. you will get to play with tigers and lions and live your best life. And you can, that's literally like my mom used to tell me as a kid, like, and that's first this is how off, they rope kids in. Tigers and Think lions of your favorite animal. Think of your favorite <laughs> animal, babe. In the new paradise, that could be your pet. You can have a pet wow. gorilla. You can have a pet ape whatever it is it's insane so anyways yeah that's where i was going with it so there's yeah. the new paradise heaven and then you just flat out die and your eyes rot out of your head and you never live another day they don't believe in hell so though. that's not part of it they don't believe in hell. <laughs> all right okay we really got so, off to a good start the mormon church because uh -huh. i've talked about this a little bit but like so we have there's not like hell so it's called outer darkness so outer darkness is reserved for like people that have had like a witness to like the truth and then they leave and then they go so like me so like where i was like a missionary teaching and baptizing people mm -hmm. so it's outer darkness and then like heaven's three levels so you have celestial terrestrial and telestial and so like the celestial are like the like all stars right like the a plus students and then you got the terrestrials that are like kind of like a little bit shitty but like kind of okay and then the bottom's just like 
like I think murderers and that type of stuff. So it's pretty similar. Yeah. It's pretty similar, like yeah. the different like levels you go to. Yeah. So starting like so you were born into this you're a little kid like going to church but your dad's an atheist so he's basically telling you like is he in your other ear or did your mom have like final say on what you did with religion or is he like Brandon this is bullshit no my mom for sure wore the pants and had final say so okay. I didn't necessarily know my dad was an atheist I mm-hmm. just knew that he didn't participate in being a Jehovah's Witness yeah and so how did that like how did they get married so my mom was a teenage girl who's a Jehovah's Witness. It's a hard. Problem, it would be very hard. It was hard for me to be a teenage girl who was quote unquote a Jehovah's Witness. And you know, they teach sure. They teach uh, abstinence. More, more fit vine. They teach abstinence and they teach you don't have sex until you're married, point blank period. Okay. In fact, like we can go into this later, but that was like one of the biggest things I struggled with in my adolescence was like you don't have sex until you're married, point blank, period. Yeah. You just pick someone, get married, and uh-huh. then you go for it. It's huge, and it was huge like problem. mind-blowing for me. And my mom really never sat down with me and was like, look, I also struggled with this. But she obviously did because yeah. she was, I think, 18. Because she was a human being, probably. Yeah, she was a human Is that being. What? Sorry, Mom. Sorry for calling you out and you're listening. She was a human being. And a teenage girl, just mm-hmm. like most people. And she met my dad at a truck stop. She Ooh, worked at the truck stop and my dad fancy. came through. So you were in, like, uh, a tux? Probably not. Probably not. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure one thing led to the other, and she ended up getting pregnant. And so because she was a Jehovah's Witness... So, like, they didn't really talk about, here's our background type thing. They, like, kind of just hooked up and ended up together type thing. I don't know if she told him. I've never asked either. Because that seems like that would be, like, to me, would be, like, a a deal breaker. Like, hey, I don't believe in God, and you think God's only going to save 144,000 people? This probably isn't going to work. you're an atheist, and he's like, oh, you're a Jehovah's Witness, and they just, like, go their separate ways. I highly don't think that conversation at all. you got to ask them, okay? I definitely will, and I'll report back. But, yeah, so one thing led to another. They got pregnant, and I know that, you know, my dad came from a family while, you know, they want. I, they would probably say, "quote Christian." They believe in God. Yeah. They're not churchy. Never went to church, and so he came. And it, they were wealthy. So my dad's mom said, "Absolutely, you'll get married." And my mom's parents couldn't even attend the wedding because they were so upset <laughs> that my mom was a pregnant and b marrying a man who wasn't. A so where do you get married? What's where do the weddings happen? Is it temples or something? Or where um, do you have... in a Je- with Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm-hmm. This is. I'm like... not that great because I've never been to a lot of. But you have Jehovah's ceremonies? Jehovah's like, money. is it like a Jehovah's I'm Witness sure ceremony? That, I'm sure they could happen in the kingdom hall. That's what they call them, kingdom halls. The kingdom... So, okay. A kingdom hall. Can I got to make some notes, I feel like. <laughs> Keep going. Kingdom hall. Let's kingdom remember that. Hall. Put a pen so in kingdom they, hall. They don't say church. That's not a word okay. in, the, in the vocabulary. Hall. It's meetings. Jehovah's Witnesses go to meetings at kingdom halls. They don't go to church. In fact, okay. church is a bad word. If I used to say, Mom, are we going to church on Sunday? It's like saying cult. I, exactly. It was like you're going to get a freaking spanking. Like, we do not say church. It is a meeting. She didn't actually spank me. If she listens to this, she's going to be upset. What was the... So what was the... Like, why can't you say church? I don't know why. I think it's just... They didn't relate too much to other churches. That would be the word. It's worldly. It would, yeah. It would tie them into other churches. They want... Yeah. Well, they think they are set apart. It's the truth. They call it the truth. Yeah. That's what it is. Do you live in the truth or do you live outside of the truth? You know, when my mom truth. feels guilty and talks about being a Jehovah's Witness, she talks. She says, "I was born in the truth. I was raised in the truth. I want to continue living in the truth because that's yeah. that cult vocabulary that they have going." Yeah. And so, yeah, they call it the truth and, and meetings you, at the Kingdom Hall. And you have how many siblings? How many? You have like eighteen sisters. I have seven sisters. Seven but, sisters. But two of us, or two so of us, eight. Three total. Eight. 
There's eight, including me, of all okay. the kids, all the women in my family now. Okay. But uh, between my two parents and the situation we're talking about, there's three of us total. So I have two older sisters that also grew up in all of this. Okay. They've been, obviously, they these out? two parents divorced and remarried. So now yeah. I have seven. Yes, they're out. The only person that's, quote unquote, left is my mom. And she has uh, some family members that are still in it because, yeah. again, she grew up in it. But it's me. It's mostly just my mom. And she would tell you she's a Jehovah's Witness, but I would argue we do tur- Turkey Thursdays at her house every year instead of Thanksgiving. Because God forbid we call it Thanksgiving, but Turkey does she Thursday. Feel, does she have she guilt over this, do you feel like? Absolutely. Oh, like, I feel so bad for her. I want to exactly. give your mom a hug. You can, yeah, I know, virtual Can hugs. I meet your mom? <laughs> Literally, virtual I really hugs. do want to. I'm going to actually go meet her because she does those... She does escape rooms. Escape. You guys got to go check out yes. Miranda's mom's <laughs> escape rooms. What are they called? Um, I don't know if I should out her because I know we're talking about her religion. I don't know if I should okay. be like not outing her. Well, we kind of like narrowed it down to like <laughs> how many escape rooms do they have? All right. And your name's going to be She's on it. She's fantastic. Don't judge her based off this podcast. But yeah, you guys could definitely go do an escape room if you wanted to. All I'm, all I'm saying is like to have to feel guilt. Like, your mom sounds like an amazing person. She is. And, like, two li- – and that's how I feel like – and same thing. My mom's going to listen. Yeah. <laughs> but same thing. I feel, like- I feel, like, sad because my relationship with her isn't what it could be because the truth is in between you. Exactly. The truth. The yeah. truth. You know, lucky for me, she's really – as a teenager, I've struggled with this so much. Like, I – it's like I didn't go to my mom for a lot of things that I probably should have gone to her about because I felt like, well, how could I? She'll think this is not – Jehovah's Witness like of me she will judge me based on what she thinks the truth is regardless of I mean there's Jehovah's Witnesses we we personally knew somebody who was doing a Bible study with my stepfather and his 28 year old daughter got pregnant out of wedlock not married and he just disowned her and the baby never talked to either of them ever again so it's like that always scared me as a teenager too it's like well god what can happen to me if I like tell my mom I'm smoking weed and I've had How sex and you? I've done all these things. So you things. did the, like, both those things? I did both those things. I wow. can't, and I made it out alive. You're a disappointment. No, that's what I really thought she would say. And maybe, you know, honest to God, she probably would have. But like, yeah. But in her head, she'd probably be thinking like, for the best Miranda's a good person, and like, well, I yeah, love and her. She always no has what. my interests at heart, which is, and that's that's the thing about my mom. She's so caring and she's so like empathetic, but at her core, she's a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. So no matter what you tell her, her brain is wired to, A, judge you. Like, that's why yeah. I got an armful of tattoos. For those of you who don't know, I got a sleeve full hey, of tattoos. Yeah, just like Tyler. Because I was told my whole life that tattoos were dirty. Tattoos were bad. You, ugh, gross. Look at her. Ugh, look at that tattoo. Yeah. That's, like, literally what my mom would tell me. Oh, my God. And you should that. see Miranda. Like, her arm is, like, it's freaking beautiful. She has really pretty tattoos. Thank you. And you know what? My mom's told me that too before I was like you know what like I saw somebody with a sleeve of tattoos and it was so bad it just made me think wow I'm so glad Miranda's looks so good and like little things like that even though it comes off so bitchy I'm <laughs> telling you guys that warms my heart because she used yeah. to be a person that was like oh my god look at their tattoos it's disgusting but then that's what's so cool is like somebody like you somebody like me right it's like you being break, able to open you break down yeah. a barrier because there's no way that like your mom can deny like the fact that you smoke weed and the fact that you have tattoos, that you're still like, you have a good heart. Yeah. And so you still connect with your mom probably. Yeah. And like, Even I can more tell. more so as an adult. Yeah, I can tell you and your mom are like super close. Yeah. And so the reason, like, the whole reason I started this podcast is because it drives me crazy and it makes me sick to my stomach that like families are being separated and relationships aren't growing because of 
like religion because of like cults. And so like that's why I've recommended a few times this movie PK. Like it was just break. Have you watched it? Mm -mm. You should check it out. It's on Netflix, but it just breaks down religion and how it's like this huge fucking like kind of a it just ruins relationships. Yeah. And so you want to have like these deep, awesome, long lasting relationships, but you always kind of feel like they're protecting this Jehovah's Witness, this Mormonism over trying to build a relationship with us. Is that how you've kind of felt your whole life a little bit? Yeah, for sure. For sure. It was like, well, and now as a mom myself, I'll tell you that like, I hope to God that when my kid is of age to like, and I'm sure you too, to like be in situations. I, I hope my kids like, don't tell me. fall apart. Literally don't tell me. <laughs> but I hope they come to me, but I never even thought that was an option because yeah. my mom, I knew how my mom's brain was wired. Like I, other, other people, my friends had parents that like, you know, you ask three or four times and they'll come in. I'm almost yeah. never that lady. It's always been, I knew what the answer was going to be before I asked it. It didn't yeah. matter what I did or how hard I pushed it. Which? That stood where it was because her brain was wired too. But These some of that. These my truth. Yeah. Some of that though is like a super, I feel like, a, sorry for interrupting no, you. No, you're fine. But just some of that's like a super positive quality that they have too. Yeah. To be like, so like, it's like they put up boundaries, but they put them up like too solid. Right. To where it's like, there's no leniency because the church will be like, no sleepovers, no this, no that, no whatever. Like, yeah. you couldn't do Halloween, right? Yeah. No Halloween? Well, and personal boundaries, in my opinion, and even your religious boundaries, because I think those are kind of one and the same for my mom. I think she's just kind of been built into, like, these are now, it's just who she is. Yeah. Should be different than parental boundaries, I guess. I don't know how to say that. When your kid comes to you with something, yeah, I think you should drop whatever it is, whatever walls and boundaries you have and yeah. focus on what your kid So you felt like you. there was a, like, a, you couldn't talk to her. Like, you knew. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Never growing up. Uh, you know, like, just terrible things. Like, worst things you could imagine that happened to me and I never told my mom about it. And Until I have recently, as an adult, I've, like, really come clean and been like, yeah. this is something that I went through. But it's, I never even thought that was an option growing up ever like yeah. I thought I have friends I have like my dad worst case I'll go to my dad but like my mom wasn't on the table we never had like our sex talk was very like I remember one time she found in my google search history on my phone can Jehovah's Witnesses masturbate and it was like <laughs> yeah embarrassing I'll put my I'll put my business out there and she lost it she was like why would you google that and I was you're like, like well I have a body and I'm, <laughs> in, I'm like kind of curious about what this is all about and, well it was totally me wondering because I was masturbating well, at like obviously. 14 Totally me wondering, can I get in trouble for this if my mom catches me? Because, again, I didn't think I would get in trouble with my mom personally yeah. being upset I was masturbating. I thought I would be in, I would get in trouble with the Jehovah's Witness in my mom yes, that was upset I, I was masturbating. That so, that's, so that's, that's what so I was Googling. Your, so your mom didn't even get the opportunity to be there for you because... And that's how it was with my parents. Like, yeah. I couldn't even give them the opportunity yeah. to be there because yeah. I was like... Nope, I'll really, die. You've already told me what you My think about this. My mom will straight up just murder me and disown me. There's not an option on the table to, to come think about Which this. Which they probably would have been there for us. Absolutely. But we didn't, like, realize it because they In never told us that we could. Because no, yeah. we're at church and they're like... If you do this, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So what, like, in your religion, what was the consequence? So, like, if you would have talked to your mom and said, like, Mom, I looked up, like, can I masturbate? And I'm interested. What, like, what response do you think you would get if it wasn't your mom, just a Jehovah's Witness? What are they supposed to say? A Jehovah's Witness would... And this is what my mom told me, because, again, mm -hmm. before parenting, love your mom. She's a Jehovah's Witness to her core. Yeah. There were moments where she... Probably should have just mommed up and been like, 
girl, what, whatever you gotta do, I don't wanna know about it. Live your life in the room and just come out later. But instead, I, when, that, when that happened, when I Googled this, her response was, no, we don't masturbate because, not because it's icky or because, you know, it's a yeah. sin, but because it would lead you to sin. Because if you're masturbating and you're, you're enjoying it, now you're going to want to move but further like, and do it with a boy. And I was like, no, I just really like that back massager you have, mom. I'm just wondering, <laughs> like, which is genuinely what it was. Like, I don't know. I didn't, and I just, I literally, even if she would have taken a whole different approach and just come from the side and been like, sorry, wait till you might put your podcast. You're totally, no. Have you listened to my podcast? Um, yeah, but you're good. Just like, if she would have come from a different angle of like, hey. Yeah. I'm concerned that like, if that's what you're Googling, I don't know what you're doing because you're pretty young. And so like, you like, after she saw that, you didn't have a conversation? No. Whatever. And she'll tell you we did. She'll tell you we did. And we may have, but if like, we did. Miranda, don't search this stuff. It, exactly. If like we that. did, it was very religious based. It was very, uh, we, you're not going to have sex until you're married. When you do have yeah. sex, it's, he, starts, he inserts A inside of B and that's what it is. And yeah. we moved on with it. It was never... The conversation I needed and the conversation I'll have with my kids, which is at some point you're going to feel like you're ready and you're going to feel like this is the man and whatever. And I needed the emotional mom piece of it that was like, hold on to it. And like, this is you. And I never got that. I got the very most basic this. It's the birds and it's the bees. And Jehovah said, absolutely the fuck not until you're married. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And then my my dad, I got a boyfriend, like my first real boyfriend. Do you smoke... We, you had boyfriends, <laughs> and yeah. you were interested. You were this curious about I'm, masturbating. This, this is, is why I'm telling you, I was almost never right. a real, true Jehovah's Witness yeah. in their book. Because you're the same. You're the exact same person as me. Temptations got me same everywhere me. I looked. It was Except impossible. For, I for couldn't me to Google not be, quote worldly. So I couldn't Google masturbating because I didn't have a phone yeah, like, yet. In the encyclopedia. I'm like ancient. <laughs> anyway, so you got the boyfriend. Continue. Okay. So yeah. So I get the boyfriend and, you know, my mom has, all, her goals never changed. Still to this day, since I'm not yeah. married, if I were to sleep in her house with a man, she'd probably make us sleep in separate bedrooms yeah. because only if you're married can you share a bed. Yeah. So it was always that mindset when my that boyfriend would come to the house, door open. In fact, it's not even, I don't think we were even allowed in my room at all. I know other people had the door open, yeah. so that's probably where I got that, but it was like main floor in my sight. <laughs> what's going on under that blanket? open it up real quick let me see what's going on over there. like it was always that kind of mentality yeah but we had his house so didn't matter what happened at so my mom's house and my dad and so people just choose to turn a blind eye to that so my mom did yeah, okay. yeah. she and as much as i think she thinks she didn't she totally did yeah. absolutely she did yeah, but I my know. dad did i know not. what you're talking about i went to like weekends at my dad's house every once in a while and so i went one weekend with this boyfriend okay came back with a uh, birth control in my arm that Ooh. i couldn't mess up not taking the pill from yeah. and he on the drive back from the birth control place was like i'm gonna tell your mom that this is all me that Ooh, i'm that the one nice. that wants to do this for you it's a good parent he's, move it was a good parent move and he said and he's like but i know it's not all me and it's you and you're growing up and you have this boyfriend and so I don't want to hear about it but now I can sleep at night knowing you're protected and that you know so he has he has personal relief exactly because he knows like that was his whole thing I didn't he didn't want grandbabies at 15 14 he's like he's like basically like congratulations 
thank you for I like. I know about congratulations. But like, kind of like he he was a teenager. Yeah. Like, oh he absolutely, knows what it's it was like. very much like I know what you're doing. Please don't tell yeah. me. I'm protecting you and sending you on your way. But how sad that he couldn't be like. I'm going to tell your mother, and then you guys mm-hmm. are going to have this, like, great conversation. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be like, I was horny as fuck when I was your age. Or my dad. <laughs> or my dad. And he didn't even tell me that either, right? So I got it from no side. Like, my dad always took the approach of, like, yeah. like he used to tell me, I hope you're a lesbian. I ho- uh, There was one experience. Huh. And I was in eighth grade at a girl's sleepover. Just, like, truth or dare. Just stupid shit. Got wild. And I licked whipped cream off a girl's nipples. Again. Look at you. I know. And what is I, up with you? My mom overheard me on the phone telling somebody that. But I you were wild, that. though. I was a wild one. But you, you know what? Like I was wild because I had to rebel because yeah. I grew up with literally, it was like, there's no highway option. There's none. Yeah. You come to, and as a Jehovah's Witness, they go to meeting on Sunday, Wednesday, and Thursday, or they used to, two hours, two hours every time. And, and then in, in the meantime, you're studying for those so. meetings. So it was like an every single night occurrence. Studying. You would have to, well, you'd have to study and every highlight night? in your watchtower for Sundays. Watch you would have tower. to highlight because they'd go through and raise your hand to answer questions. And you wanted to be the one that was answering the questions. So you had when to. You're, do you just want to smash your head on the table yeah. when you're talking to me right now about this? Yeah, it's just like so much. It's insane. <laughs> Keep going. Just and let it's it just out. Like, it's just, it's really a lot. And so, yeah, I never had the opportunity to do what I wanted. And yeah. when I did, it was even little things like I would dress up in a Halloween costume or watch a freaking movie that had something to do with all your friends ghosts. were doing it. Because I was, yeah, because all so my that, friends like, were doing it. She and hasn't you- explained this, but like she, <laughs> so like as a Jehovah's Witness, there's certain things that you can't do. So like different religions, like some don't believe in Christ or whatever. So she couldn't, which ones could you not do? You couldn't do Halloween? No holidays at all. Zero? Can't think of one. You could do Christmas? No. I couldn't oh, do Mother's Jehovah. Day, I couldn't do Father's Day, I couldn't do birthdays, I couldn't do Christmas. As I a little do, kid. As a little kid. And all your friends are loving it. Exactly. I couldn't do... Halloween was the biggest one because I had a dad, again, who was atheist. So my dad was, luckily for me, he stuck up for me on birthdays. My dad was you telling me happy birthday. birthday. And I, no, my mom, and to this presents? day, my mom's never told me happy birthday. I got my very first present from her. Mrs. Poundstone, I'm coming to meet you. Literally. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm... Yes, I got my first official gift from her. I would say this most recent year in 2020, she gave me my very first birthday gift from her. That's good. It is good. So she is getting. She my... is opening up a little bit, but again, yeah. I went my whole life with like it was never happy birthday. When I when it was my birthday, what she would say to me is, "Do you feel older today? Do you feel like you're seven today?" So do you know what's funny? Hmm. This is funny. I just realized this about you. So do you know because we kind of talked a little bit before about like love languages because yeah. sometimes you just talk to people about that shit mm-hmm. and you were saying like gift giving is huge for you that's why exactly. that's you why you just figured it out exactly it's because yeah. nobody gave me gifts as a kid like exactly. on my birthday i would get them from other family members so you're like thank again, god gifts finally like i had good I like my dad's you. side of the family would give christmas me was the fucking best as a kid i know and i was never in my life did we have a christmas tree in my house or I'm stockings s- hanging or anything because my mom it was absolutely zero zilch not allowed how come decorate house. your house right now for I'm christmas hungry. all yeah, the holidays and that's why I'm so obsessed with holidays now as an adult. Yeah. Is like my 18th birthday, I, or actually my 17th because I wasn't living at home. I went all out for Halloween and dressed up and did the, all the things because it was like, oh my God, I can finally do it. Like yeah. in sixth grade, it wasn't even Halloween. It was like the week before and a girl was having a party, a Halloween party. And like I was the new girl in my middle school. We had switched like areas in Colorado and I didn't have a lot of friends. And these girls invited me to this Halloween party. 
And I went home and I was like, Mom, please, I won't even dress up. I'll go in plain clothes. Oh, Just let me so go and hang sad. out with him. And she was like, No, no. Like it was, like I said, have it you was. Talked to there her was about this experience no. since. No, if she listens to this podcast, she'll probably have a lot to come. She's like, probably talk turned to me it about. off by now. I know. She's like, Oh, she's <laughs> she, talking shit. So, but anyways. <laughs> Again, it's my truth, and I it also is. don't blame my your mom truth because... Your, her truth is her truth, your truth is your exactly. truth. I don't blame her. Yeah. I almost feel bad for her. And, like, again, like how you were saying earlier, like, Mom, if you are listening, like, I'm sorry that you uh, can't... Not even that you can't. I'm just sorry that your brain is so wired in this one way that you're not, in my opinion, getting to enjoy life the way that you should. Yeah. Like, it's sad to me that, like... Come on, it's freaking, if your friend's having a holiday party or a costume party and you can't yeah. go because it's around Halloween and that might seem like it's a Halloween party, you're not living your life correctly. That's, that's the, like, the hard thing too is like, because it's for you and I, like we experienced it with our parents. Right. But it's not, it's like the whole like religion, like they create this culture where this happens. And so it's like, that's why I did this podcast because so many people are still in this shit suffering yeah. and like they're not brave enough to leave. Yeah. And so because, like, you had an atheist dad, what if you had both parents that were super, super, super strict? I would have been disowned out of the truth. Yeah, but, like, how hard would that be to make the decision to get disowned from your family? Really also, difficult. Also, I have a lot of, I mean, I have a, a personal relationship with a couple of people right now where one of them is a Jehovah's Witness and the other mm -hmm. one is not and wants nothing to do with it. And they struggle in their relationship because how do you, how do you? Where also, is the end? That's what happened with my marriage. Mm-hmm. Same, same exact thing. Where is the in-between? Like, how do you draw a line between... And it, again, that's the biggest thing with most of these Jehovah's Witnesses. It is extremely hard to live by the book of their morals. Mm, it's, like impo it's impossible. You cannot cuss. You cannot you celebrate cannot any be, holidays at you, all. Don't talk about your birthday. Don't say happy birthday. I can't no even believe that. Holidays. Hey, and let, if you do anything worldly, which is what they call it, quote unquote, if you watch yeah. a movie with a demon in it, God, all hell is breaking loose and you will go to fucking hell. Like, there's so many things. You miss Bible study on Tuesday night? So you didn't do Halloween ever. Ever. So you dressed up in years. a Halloween costume, though, and then what mm. would happen? You have to go take it off? No, we wouldn't even buy a Halloween costume. If I wanted something? a Reese's peanut butter cup, this is this is real. If I wanted a Reese's peanut butter cup that was shaped like a ghost, we mm, couldn't buy it. If I want or like a Christmas tree, we weren't buying it because it was worldly and we were bringing it into oh. our house. So after eighteen years, I was probably nine at this point. My parents get divorced and my dad moves out and I start hearing things from other people about whatever. And uh, I finally I mean it really took I think I was in I was maybe in fifth grade. Telling my mom, I'm not going with you. Yeah. Look me in the eyes. I'm not going with you to church today. It's not happening. Yeah. Like, I'm not. You were nine. Yeah. Nine. Go by yourself. Yeah. So, okay. Keep going. That's really it. I mean, okay, it was just like, so, that's kind of where I drew the line. And if I hadn't, like what we were talking about earlier, how how would you get sucked in if I, if if I hadn't? You, you get baptized. If you were... Like, let's say you now, Miranda, right now, mm -hmm. you could jump into your nine-year-old body and look at your mom mm -hmm. and be like, hey, I'm from the future. I see how this is going to play out. What would you tell yourself? Tell myself or my mom? What would you, what would you tell your mom as you? I would say, what's up, girl? It's me from <laughs> would 20 years. Would you say, what's up, girl? <laughs> okay. That way she knows it's you now. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's me from 15 years in the future. <laughs> you okay. are remarried someone who's not a Jehovah's Witness. Mm. You have eight grandchildren. None of them are being raised in the truth. And You're me, sassy. I'm very sassy. 
and we have a great relationship outside of the fact that you still sometimes practice being a Jehovah's <laughs> Witness. And I would have been, I would have moved me into, yeah, a little sassy nine-year-old saying all of this stuff. But I would have said it in a loving way because, again, no hard feelings, love my mother's death, but I genuinely feel like she's missing out on something because yeah. she was born, literally born, with this guilt mm. of, like, mm. you will never, you cannot, oh, my God, you can't say happy birthday. Okay. That it's terrible. Like, <laughs> you can't say things like that, you know? It's just, like, little things that are... I mean, it's just, it's guilt-ridden. The yeah. whole religion's guilt-ridden. And everything's guilt-ridden. It's just where we are. It's just where this world is. And it, I will say my mom's so gotten true. a lot better over time. Like, I, I tell her things now that she doesn't, it feels like, she probably does internally judge. But she's opened her mind a lot and been the friend that I need in my 20s. More so than be, the, It's come from a lot of you, like, pushing, making decisions that you, yeah, so you guys have, like, we have forced pushed, it. We have pushed her so, towards every limit she could ever have about religion. We have pushed her to the boundary of it and been like, think hard. So reverse your family. <laughs> so reverse it. I have five brothers, one sister. So imagine yeah. what you and your sisters did to your parents. But imagine boys. boys. Yeah. And like, just we, like, yeah. I told my mom. I was and like, it still hasn't broken them, huh? <laughs> it's so, because these people it's are, so, they, it's a life. They're for but life. my mom is like, so I have a brother who's going to come on the podcast also. Mm-hmm. This is kind of what broke it for me. Because I did the thing for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Like 18 years, like this is a bunch of bullshit. And then I was like, I'm going to go on a mission. Yeah. <laughs> and then I sold my soul. And they took it for a little bit. And then I was like, can I get that back? And they're like, you got to fucking do a lot of work to get that back. But imagine like. I went through like, it's the same thing. Like you go through kind of like hell to, to get your life back on track once these people kind of like take it from you. Yeah. So I just feel, I feel really bad for your mom. I feel bad for like my parents. I feel bad for like the relationships that kind of fall apart because of this. Yeah. And like we talked about before, the saddest part is the people that like don't have the courage to leave. And they're just sitting there suffering right now. And like you and I Listening know. Listening in the back of their head knowing, oh my God, this is me and I can't This sucks. Leave. I fucking hate this. Let me tell you, you can leave. And after you do and you get both feet out of that door, there's an entire world of yeah. knowledge and love and things you've never opened your mind to. So I know. I watched a video. I was going to send this to you just the okay. other day on Reddit about, because um, I knew I was coming here, so I was going to send it to you about Jehovah's Witnesses, they give like these cartoon animations, like Pixar grade, beautiful animations about, and I'll play it probably after this, about this specific one was like how your, and you play them for your children, that's their goal, right? It's like how your kids can handle being a Jehovah's Witness in a worldly school. So like your, this, your kid's friend at school has two moms. A worldly school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like you're in school with a bunch of people that aren't Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, so there's different viewpoints, and so they don't want these kids to have exactly. those. Exactly. They want okay. these kids to stick to their roots. You got to think the way I think, mm-hmm. and if you don't, I'm very offended. Yeah. Okay, continue. Exactly. So it's like the goal is you show your kids these cartoons. So this specific cartoon was a little girl who was a Jehovah's Witness, and she mm-hmm. goes to school and like meets this other friend, and the friend has two moms. So the little girl comes home and is like, Mommy, like I met so-and-so today, and she has two mommies. The yeah. mom sits her down and is like, well, when you go back to school, you tell little Kristen that um, 
she's welcome to like become a Jehovah's Witness and open her mind up to the truth. But in the meantime, you can't be her friend oh, because you're not no. friends with people that have two mommies. Because in the Bible, if you refer to John chapter whatever, whatever, they talk about the fact that you know a man and a woman lie together and that's how jesus intended it so if you don't do that you're going against jesus's intentions for you and therefore sinning and blah, 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 blah. parents are so, advised to tell their kids to tell their friends that basically oh my god no parents yeah that and kids are being advised tell your friends this. that's if what i'm saying so like parents. parents advise their kids like they're mm-hmm. like go back to school mm-hmm. and make your friend feel yeah. like shit yeah. so like say your daughter comes home from school and she's like oh my god i have a friend a new best friend and their, parents their kids are can't mommies. do anything about that right they have two mommies no they don't they they genuinely think that knocking on doors and sending your kids to school to say hey Kristen, i think your two mommies are sinning and jehovah wouldn't be happy and so why don't you refer to john 3 chapters 27 so you, and learn a little bit do you have about all these scriptures memorized no, that's a fake scripture. It's probably something very different. Okay. Um, I did, however, used to play a game with my mom where we would toss a ball back and forth, and I would memorize every book of the Bible. That's yeah. as far into being religious as I ever got, was I got, like, uh, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Ruth, and then... Joshua, you missed that's Joshua. That's as far as I got. <laughs> There's a song. That's as much as I know. <laughs> it's, it's, what's the first one? Genesis? Genesis, Exodus. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, numbers. Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, Samuel, Samuel, Kings, Kings, Chronicles, Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Jones, Psalms, and Proverbs, and Ecclesiastes. So it goes on. Like, So I was the same as you. Yeah. I had to do all this shit. Yeah. And I was like, the fuck am I doing? I was going to do this podcast going called, crazy like, in your head, I was Because even as a kid, you're like, okay, none of my friends <laughs> at school, they can all hang out on Thursday nights because yes. they don't have freaking meeting that goes two and a half hours that you have to then study for. Three. It's just, like, ridiculous. Three it's like, hours. nobody had that. And also, I was like, mom, I, I want to go to so-and-so's birthday party. And, you know, mm, my dad, birthdays. my dad, luckily, would push for that. I'd get to go to birthday parties. And I had But you weren't supposed parties. to. I had birthday parties too. I'd like to clarify that. My dad fought for me and I would have my own birthday parties, but my mother would never say happy birthday or buy me the, buy me the gift So you knew, so you knew it was your father. birthday. So you go to school and like, what would they do at school? They didn't have like birthday like gifts for you and shit, right? At, at school? Because that was not your birthday. Yeah, I mean... Did they, like, recognize it and sing to you If my sometimes? dad was there, he would buy me, like, maybe cupcakes. In fact, I don't think... I had a weird birthday noise over things. Well, he just, like, shove a cupcake in your mouth and be like, happy birthday, swallow this fast. Honestly, I don't even <laughs> think my dad... My dad probably said happy birthday, but it was, he never did anything out of his way to make me feel like it was my birthday. Like, growing up, it was very, like, I'm having a birthday party, and thank God I had kick-ass grandparents on my dad's side, and my grandma yeah. would, like, throw me birthday parties and so make she was sure like, I felt the love. There's no way this girl's not celebrating her birthday. Oh, or Christmas. This, so I they, had a very good grandma who was like, okay, Miranda's mom, we're not going like, to enjoy yourself You probably related to her really well, like a ton. Well, and my mom would stay at home because my dad's family did still celebrate these holidays. So we would go to Christmas at my grandma's house. We'd all go. We'd get gifts. But my mom would like stay at home and watch Lifetime movies and fold laundry while we all oh. did Christmas stuff. And like she still to this day, when we all get together for Christmas, that's what she does. Because like for whatever reason, the guilt in her head, like Turkey Thursday is fine, but we can't do gifts on on Christmas. She needs to listen to this whole episode. (laughs) I know. Really bad. We'll see if she does. But I just like, 
I don't think she will. It's probably too worldly for her. Again. Because we said fuck a lot already. She's just now getting okay with watching shows that say curse words in them. I'm telling you. It's my just, mom doesn't watch Rated never, R. Never in her life has she smoked cigarettes. I love my she mom, too, curse. by the way. She, I love you, mom. We love you guys. You're the best. Oh, We're yeah. just talking about cute little ways that... Cute little quirks we have from growing up. Um, but yeah, it's just insane. Oh, like, the way that like it can so affect bad. you. It just makes me so sad. Like, I picture you. Like, I'm looking at your face. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about, like, nine-year-old Miranda. Baby face. And she's having like these issues, and she's just like, "Who do I talk to?" Look at me now. Look at Tyler's face. Okay, (laughs) same. Like, turn me into a little kid, and I'm like, "Hey guys, can we talk? Can we have a real conversation?" Like, this is fucking weird, right? Yeah. Like, I don't like this. You guys like going to this three hours of shit every week? This sucks. Yes, like these white (laughs) robes they make us put on our bodies. Like. It just sucks so bad. You think I, I like going the door and... Oh, that's the other thing. I went to Guatemala for two years. I know. I feel you. <laughs> that's the other thing, though, is it's like meeting is two hours. Congratulations. Your Sunday's only two hours. Just like church for anybody, right? Except no. Because afterwards, we'll be meeting up at the Dunkin' Donuts on 5th Street. <laughs> and it's So we can go knock hall. on doors for five hours and report back to how that was for us. do not call it a Dunkin' Donuts. We call it the Kingdom Hall. Literally. <laughs> But that could that be anything? Could no, they turn Dunkin' Donuts into a kingdom hall? They could. So There's it's like no, a spiritual presence. Where There's like, no pre-regulations. On we're in the kingdom hall. They could have been in Burger King, and they're like, it's now a kingdom hall. But their big thing, and this and they is got why a crown at Burger King's the this perfect is like spot. What my mom would argue with you. I'll, I'll argue with you. Okay. Like, let's you be your mom, and okay. I'll be my mom, and we'll argue Ooh, about. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> why? <laughs> Okay, this is perfect. Why our religion is correct. Okay, okay. you start. Okay. Okay. Well, as a Jehovah's <laughs> Witness, we don't, I mean, all those other religions will take your money, right? So they'll do like a tithe, or like they'll pass the plate around and ask you to put money on. I bet as a Mormon, you pay a certain amount of your income into whatever. Jehovah's Witnesses don't require that. And this part's true. There is an optional donation box that just sits in the back of Kingdom Halls. Nobody knows whether you put money into it or not. It's optional if you want to. And that's how you donate to the hall. But where they get you is they want you to be a pioneer, right? Same thing with like a missionary. They, they call it pioneering as a, as a Jehovah's Witness. It's not a missionary. They want you to be a pioneer, which is the people that go door to door. They go on missions too, our pioneers. Do they go places? Yes, they okay. go on missions. It's one of them especially being to Bethel, which is Bethel, a Jehovah's okay. Witness, like, Mecula, Kingdom basically, come. basically. And mm. I don't know where it is. I can't think of it. But it's somewhere in the U.S. And it's like this, basically, like this town that's just all... Bethel. Think of it as it's like... like Bethlehem? Yeah, exactly, but they call it Bethel. So it's the same place as Bethlehem. Maybe it's Bethel. Maybe I'm thinking Bethel because there's that UCCS nursing school. Maybe they like call something that I would call something we else. Bethel. It's like Bethel or Bethel or something. Right. But it's this like Mecca of Jehovah's Witnesses. So, you... And that's like where they want you to go. And all yeah. those people that work at Bethel or Bethel literally make no money. And so that's the thing with pioneering mm. is they're like, quit your job. Don't be a nurse. Instead, it's more important in this lifetime, more than making money. It's more important that you spread the word of Jehovah. And just quit your job and be a pioneer and go door to door and preach the word of God and prep every day so you can be a speaker at these meetings. Like a lot of these brothers that do all the speeches. So they're they called brothers them, too? They're called, it's brothers, brothers and, and sisters. sisters. Yeah. That's us. Yeah. Squad. Squad brothers, brothers and sisters. Elderes y hermanas. That was me and my mission. <laughs> <laughs> she knows I speak Spanish. But it's really just like 
And it's crazy. I don't know. It's really crazy. And being a teen in it, that's really who I feel the worst for. It is so hard to be a teenager in general. And me personally, having been a teen that grew up as a, quote, Jehovah's Witness, because that's what my mom expected me to act like, it was asinine. It's impossible. And it will really, like, mutilate your self-identity because you no longer know if you're the girl that just wants to fuck as a 16-year-old or if you're the girl that's only fucking to rebel because her mom said, never in your life have sex until you're married. As my mom, I checked out of this conversation a long time ago. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> you said fuck like four times. Sorry. So I wouldn't be like, I'm goners. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot that you're being You're your mom. mom. Would your mom have said Let's that? Let's rewind all the way back. Why'd you let me, why'd you let me run off that far? <laughs> I know okay. you, start, you started with the tithing. So like yeah. we do. So okay, that would be my wait, mom's wait, discussion. So my mom. We don't pay as a Jehovah's Witness. You don't have to pay to be in the religion. Do you know how many blessings I have received from, do you think, I don't see it as me having to give 10% to the church. I see it as me getting to give 10% to the church. And do you know why? Because look at what I have. Look at my life. It's amazing. Look at your life. You live in a shitty little apartment and like your whole life is falling apart. And I got this giant fucking mansion and my life's pretty awesome. And that's great, but I'm happy, happy as a Jehovah's Witness and as the truth. I mean, we could get our Bibles out if you want to go verse for verse right now. That's what I want to tell you. I can't. So she could do that though. Like she's got the verses. So we're not like super freaks about because we got the Book of Mormon, Mm -hmm. the Bible, the Doctrine and Covenants, the Pearl of Great Price. So we got all these things, and then they come out with like magazines every like six months or year, like the Enzyme, and then the New Era. And those are considered scripture also. So for you to memorize everything would yeah, be like, insane. it's just always coming out. Jehovah's like Witnesses more. have a Bible, a songbook. Yeah. The songs change every like five years. They replace the songbook. Okay. I could sing one of the other songs. Oh, so that's their could big you thing. That's sing their one thing. of these. Sing like one of the main ones. Let's hear it. You want to get my this guitar? This is the only one I remember. Do you know the, do you know the, the I don't know the chords. The chords. It goes, Jehovah our Father in heaven. We give thanks for this most sacred night. Was nice in 14 when your glory was seen. That's as much as I remember, but sometimes that little bit gets stuck in my fucking head. What did you say? We let this podcast go too far. You have to edit it all out. What did you say? About 14. What did you just say? What was was that (laughs) sentence? I'm really not okay. Okay. It was nice in 14 when your glory was was seen. Because they used the old Jewish terminology. So it's nice in 14 would be the date. (laughs) I know. It's insane. When that song gets stuck in my head, I feel gross and like you know, GB like. Do you know which one gets stuck in my head all the time? <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. Okay. You, Are you ready? Tyler's <laughs> <laughs> crying. Hang, hang <laughs> <on>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nephi. <laughs> you got it. You got okay, it. Okay, you ready? Nephi. What's up, bro? I can't do it right now. I'll do All it right. later. All right, get your breath a little bit. It's about Nephi. But, 
Yeah, so anyways, there's a songbook and a Bible, and then they do a Watchtower <laughs> magazine every Sunday. There's like a business. This is the business piece of Jehovah's Witnesses. They put out a Watchtower every Sunday. And so every Sunday, every week, you can go into your Kingdom Hall because you're there freaking three times a week anyway. So on Wednesday, you'll grab the Watchtower for the month. And then as there's like a month of, it's like a booklet for the month of January. Okay. And then you as a family every night at dinner are supposed to, after dinner, go through your watchtower and like highlight with a highlighter so pieces the that wa- mean what, something The watchtower is something that gets printed what? From the Jehovah's Witness. So weekly? Monthly? It's monthly, but it goes by week. So, so it's, it's like, the, a month it's like that magazine we get. Basically. And then you go week by week every Sunday. Yeah. And you're like, this was the part we studied and highlighted. And the brother stands on stage and he's like, reads the part you would the brother? as a family. What's the head dude called? There's not really a head dude. There's okay. elders. That's what the hell. That's what the heads are called. I there's elders, elder. and then there's brothers, which is just everybody. A very like basic term, like sheet term for all the men, and then sisters, sheet term for all the women. But then there's elders, and women cannot be elders as a job. Yeah, witness. same you're, as us. Obviously, you're not. You're fucking inferior, so you can't be an elder. But the men, <laughs> the women can give talks though, so that's cute. You can, that's the women cute. get to get on stage and do like these really cute. It's very cute. My mom does them all the time and gets very excited for her parts. She's like, I have a part in a, in a talk this weekend. And the women will get on stage. And um, it's really funny now that we talk about it. I've never seen an, like a man do this. It's always women. Maybe like young boys too, but never a man. It's interesting. Uh, the women get on stage and they do a pretend knock at the door. And this is like literally what they act out in front of the entire kingdom. Really? Hall. They're like, knock, knock, knock. And the, another sister. Another sister would go, um, hello, pretend to answer the door. And the sister giving her talk would go, hi, I'm one of Jehovah's Witnesses, and I was just wondering if you had a second to talk to me. I'm really not interested. Basically, that's what they do, is they play it off like that, and they teach you ways. It's like me teaching my door knockers to sell solar. Same thing. They teach you ways. And so they'll be like, well, I was just wondering if you knew that in Ezekiel 34, 67, they talk specifically about um, having lawn gnomes in your front yard. Lawn, I lawn that. gnomes? Not really. It just bullshit. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying, like, whatever it was, like, okay. they will... It's like, so, basically, the goal of Jehovah's Witnesses is they will knock on your door, find out if you're interested at all. Yeah. If you... This is a If you have anything PSA, happening in your life, like traumatic or something you start to think about religion they will like smell blood right yeah but also this is a psa that if you show them any increment that you're interested they're gonna pounce they add you to a list and you literally get put on a list of like okay now next sunday we'll send Susie over there and Susie will go say hi and see if they're more interested and if you i know there's people out there that just can't say no i'm one of those people me too if you are one of those people and you can't just look them in the eyes and be like f off i'm really uninterested and whatever you have to say, you'll be on a list and you'll be visited at every possible chance by another, quote, pioneer, quote, that is able and sees your address. Because you literally, they call them pioneers. You're a pioneer, you go door to door, you go on missions. Maybe you are going to Guatemala as a Jehovah's Witness, as a pioneer, not a missionary. Hola, me llamo Miranda. Basically. You know Jehovah? Quieres ser Jehovah's <laughs> Witness? Literally. Like, it was just, I mean, and that's just how it is. And so... I feel like I've been ranting for a long time. And this I was supposed is, to be rebuttaling as my mom. This is so good. We've gotten really This is far so off. good. Do you know why this is so good? Because nobody talks like this. 
Yeah. You and I are just talking about it. Like, it really is. Yeah. This is the truth. Like, yeah. this is our truth. Like, our generation's finally that generation that's like, hey, guess what? We're talking. Mm-hmm. Guess what? We have all this guess equipment. Guess what? I found a platform. Yeah. And so I'm going to talk. And, like, the, the reason, like I said before, is for all those people that were you. Like, you're that 14-year-old sitting in your room like, can I masturbate? Like, hey, 14-year-old, go talk to your parents because I guarantee they'll listen to you. They just feel like they can't talk to you. Yeah. And, like, if you really fucking go talk to them, they're going to listen to you. And they're probably going to be good parents, but they don't feel like they can because they have to live up to this weird religion that they yeah. live in. And if it's a, a religion like Mormons or Jehovah's Witnesses where you're literally brainwashed, your parents are going to tell you you can't masturbate. And I'm just here to tell you, yes, you can. Enjoy that shit. Have fun. Bye. no but genuinely i think that it's hard to draw the line for anybody between your religion and pleasing this all ultimate superior better than anybody better than your kids better than any life you could ever hope for yourself because you're Mm -hmm. promised salvation obviously that is who you're gonna choose right and like for my mom specifically her mother is passed away and i think my mom her guilt comes off of this hope that she would see her mom again in the new paradise. Because I haven't mentioned that. But Jehovah's Witnesses believe that anybody who has died, literally anybody. Like, we're talking Hitler, whoever you want to think of that's died. Yeah. Before Armageddon happens. So, basically, if I die right now, I've got a freaking straight shot into, Arm- into the new paradise. Yeah. Um, they believe that anybody that's died before will live in the new paradise. And so, for my mom, that's her mom who's passed away. So, my mom feels like if she... And if you're living, you're judged, right? If you're living, then you get judged by Jehovah. Were you a good Jehovah's Witness or were you not? But if you're dead, straight shot, you make it into new paradise. So for my mom, let's say she's still alive when Armageddon happens and she hasn't been doing all the things to see her mother who's in the new paradise. My mom would feel guilty. So I think she lives her life based on this goal that she has to, like, see her mom. When in reality, like, you know, what are the fucking odds? What are the odds that that happens for you? Versus what are the odds that you have a life right here in front of your face that you're choosing not to live because you're That's what's crazy so is terrified like, of this possible 2% so future. My thought about it is like, so they always relate to like, Jeho- like you guys are like Jehovah's like God, right? Mm-hmm. So like Jehovah's the top. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was always like this uh, relationship between parents and children. God is like your father. Mm-hmm. Is that what you learned? Yep. And so I think about it with my kids. And so my kids, like I love my kids more than anything. So if they made mistakes and they came to me and told me about their mistakes, but like, hey, guess what? Like we all make mistakes and like I want you back. And like whatever you do, there's nothing you could do where I don't want you back. And I want to talk to you about anything. And like they make you feel like, like this relationship with God is different than like your relationship with your real kids. So I think for you and I, since you have a little daughter and then I have three kids, it's like you finally see like how fun would it have been to have a relationship with my parent like an actual parent and like we feel like we kind of got robbed from that relationship as kids because of this religion yeah and so like we're just the only reason we're speaking up and maybe it's like offensive and maybe people are like how dare you talk about this it's like because it's fucking bullshit Mm mm-hmm like, that's the reason we're talking about it. Because somebody has to say something or else you'll all just continue to live this half-assed life that you yeah. do where it's impossible. Like, let's be real. If you're a Mormon or you're a Jehovah's Witness and you're listening to this, 
think in your head, are you meeting every single standard that is expected of you to make it into whatever you're hoping to hopefully get into one day? Or do you fall short most of the time because we all do and it's impossible to literally hit that standard all the time because you're human, you're a human being. And like the chances that you get into heaven, the chances that there is a heaven versus the chances that there's this life right now in front of your face, which is 100% by the way. Wow, Those are stupid statistics. Like, how could you? You're so right, though. How could you? If you're if you're a numbers person, how could you look at what's right in front of your face and be like, let me half-ass this whole thing. Let me just really not do this the way I want to because I really hope that someday maybe this three percent chance thing comes true. Versus like, what do you have right now in front of your face, knowing you're not dead, knowing all the science that we have? You're an idiot. I'm sorry. You're an idiot if you choose that 3% statistic <laughs> over the 100%. What do you have Brandon's right just now? coming right after you. Sorry. Love you all. No, but like I think honestly, it's really just what, what matters more to you. Like for me, I would rather have a better relationship with my kids than God. Cause I don't really know God. Like I feel like he's like maybe he's there, maybe he's not. But like if he loves me as much as I love my kids, then like me doing this podcast, me talking, like me trying to help other people is gonna make him like extremely happy. He's gonna be like, thank you for trying to help these other kids that I have that are like struggling because they feel like they can't right. talk to their parents. Yeah. And so like for me, it's really just more like an invitation to like kind of open up your thoughts a little bit and try to be there like have conversations with your kids that maybe you feel like you can't have and then kids have conversations with your parents that you feel like you can't have yeah because you probably can but this weird fucking thing is happening where you feel like you can't yeah and if you're not having the conversation just open up your mind because maybe someday someone will have the conversation so whether or not you continue on in your mormonism and your jehovah's witnessism and you believe what you want to believe totally fine to each their own I hope that works out for you but at the same time try to remember and keep an open mind that as much as you believe what you want to believe and you want people to respect that respect that maybe not everybody you meet is going to believe what you believe and like for me specifically with Jehovah's Witnesses they're like so anti-gay and trans mm-hmm. and anybody like that and it's like how could you believe that you serve a God that doesn't judge and doesn't you know anything like that and is forgiving yep. and then you yourself are willing to treat people like that. So yeah, yeah. I agree with Tyler. I think just the best way to go about it is just treat them, I mean, A, prioritize your life. Yeah. If you've got children, ask yourself what's more important to you, the relationship you currently have with your actual offspring or an imaginary so, relationship with that. This is, I guess I only have like an hour. We've been on for an hour. Did it stop? This is an hour. It's going to okay. stop at 60. All right. But I just wanted to talk about, so you have a YouTube channel that's really good. Yeah. Just tell them what it's called. Yeah, I do Cocktails and Conspiracy with me, Mern, on YouTube. M-I, so what would they search? M-I-R-N. If you search Cocktails and Conspiracy and you scroll for a little while because I'm not that big yet, you'll find my picture on there. I'm a cute blonde girl. You'll find it on there. And then I'll post the picture with me and her. Yeah. So you know what she looks like. Yeah, come find me. Because she's like, you you can hear she's very like... She's just honest and tells things like they are. And so, like, I just want to say thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Yep. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Like I said before, don't forget to subscribe and then check out Miranda 
on her YouTube, Cocktails and Conspiracies with Myrn. And then this episode has been brought to you by Pure Energy. That's our sponsor for right now, Pure Energy Solar Panels. If you're looking for residential solar and you're located in Colorado, around Colorado Springs or in Texas, give Pure Energy a call and they will get you taken care of. Thank you so much for listening.